You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. titties and tacos hey y'all it is tuesday it is um i am sparkle <laughs> i i remain tina d and we are here guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is an accomplishment it is normally you know we come in here and we are jovial or comedic or whatever we hype you know when we start the show and just generally happy to be here and, I mean, and we're, I, and we're happy to, to be it. around each other. That has not changed. Yeah, <laughs> that's the same. I ain't seen you in a month of Sundays. I know, right? It's probably been two weeks. I don't know how know, many right? episodes. <laughs> we, we don't be recording these bitches like we used to. <laughs> no, we really don't. So, yeah, you, you know. know. <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, in all, in total honesty, though, I didn't want to come in here today and record and just kind of be... I don't know, I felt inauthentic, like, to just kind of come in and be be hype and, you know, yep. like... Yeah. I don't know, it just felt fake as fuck. And it, and it is. <laughs> we're not those so people. So, we're, we won't be. We, we will. Right, we're just, like, this is any other podcast today. Yeah. Where motherfuckers just come in, especially on this network. Niggas just come in Ooh, and just, talk. Just, just get to talking. I mean, we can talk, but how much talking and what type of talking yeah, we about know, to do today? I know. I, I know. don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. We we authentically love Jesus. Hey, we, guys. <laughs> it's Tina D here. FYI, this is our half-assed disclaimer that we don't know what sort of show you're going to get today. Thank you. Because we don't know what the fuck fucking life is yeah. today. Yeah. I am... Oh, today's episode is brought to you by the letter K. Oh, what up, K? Forgot to say that part. Hey, um, <laughs> with that, uh, I'm just I'm just here, you know, wavering between existential dread and rage. Yeah. So there's that. I'm enraged, and it's become outraged. So okay, that's cool. My rage has remained internal, I guess, because there I have not found the off switch of it making it outward number one like it would be to make it outward at this point would be essentially there would be so much that you would basically be like pulling my insides out and then I would cease to exist yeah no I get it so it's better to to just kind of leave it because there's no off switch like Mm -hmm. there's one or the other there's Mm -hmm. no middle in it and in order for me to continue to exist as best as I can try because other people seem hell-bent on making sure that I don't um I just have to diffuse it as much as I can and on on the insides and let me just say like you know <laughs> we are authentic we're humans we're we're real people we are not um automatons or woke bots 
we're not even like good like entertainers or public no, figures. We're, not. we're just regular niggas that we keep We genuinely love inf- Jesus. We genuinely love tacos. We genuinely love sex. And we sit in front of a couple mics every couple right. of weeks and, and talk, we talk to y'all. Talk to ourselves really because you know. Whether it's five people listening <laughs> or five thousand like we kind of are who the fuck we are. That's what's happening. Period. Every single time. You know and so for those who like to listen to us share a little bit of ourselves <laughs> and find that shit entertaining enough to listen we thank you and you're welcome (laughs) and to reiterate what my wife just said i don't know what y'all gonna get today i really don't know how this is gonna go at all i'm literally taking like life i think make me like 10 minutes at a time lately oh that's good remember off of kimmy switch where she's like it's just 10 seconds seconds. i started to say that yeah you you can do anything for 10 seconds is what she says and and that's kind of where i've been yeah like the last four days um and i know most people know that we're in detroit but provided you're listening for the first time whatever we are in detroit what up and um, <laughs> I say that to say, like, you know, around the country, around the world at this point, London, Berlin, Ireland, Iran, um, including the U.S., like this is a global uh, crisis. And it, it feels like we're in two pandemics. You know what I mean? Correct. Remember when we when the pandemic started and remember the one positive because I was trying to find positives because mm-hmm. the pandemic was scary. Um <laughs> Yeah, guess what? When a pandemic, when, when you say what? <laughs> when, a, when a fucking pandemic becomes a secondary level of scary, like, oh, I'm not really as concerned as the pand- about the pandemic as I am about taking my black body up and down a street that has more white bodies than black ones. That is significant. It's a global pandemic and it's an unidentified virus that can be on anybody at any time. It's still, and it's still actively happening. And it's still, it's it's like, still happening. We're still on lockdown here in Michigan. It's still happening. We as of, supposed to be as of the day that we're recording, we are still on lockdown for another two fucking weeks. Yeah, and still that is not the thing that is filling me no. with existential dread. I could give a fuck less. I feel like I can fucking <laughs> handle a goddamn virus. I cannot. That is find. so crazy. That's so true. I don't. I. I can handle that. That I is put crazy. On a mask yeah. Because for whatever reason, I feel like the virus abides by the fucking rules. Right. Like right. I do my rules. You do your rules. Yes. And guess what? The virus. Not, if I stay in the house. Yep. Yes. I wash my fucking hands. Yep. I wear a I wear fucking a mask, mask. And I stay six feet apart yep. from everybody. Everything will be fine. Then guess what? Yep. The virus abides by the fucking rules. Yep. The problem that I'm having it. and the the reason a global pandemic takes a number two to the fucking shit that has fucking happened is because there's no rules. There are still no fucking rules that have been proven to work. Yep. At this fucking age. Yes. So... That is way scarier because there's no rules. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm I'm I am exhausted in every way imaginable, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Actually, no, spiritually, I'm actually okay. This is a a a moment of of progress for me. I'm actually kind of solid and fortified spiritually. Um, But in in every other way, I'm I'm exhausted. I mean, Mm -hmm. I spent the last four days. I probably had like 12 hours of sleep in the last four days. And the Mm -hmm. last two days, Friday night and Saturday night, I was tear gassed twice. Mm. I was pepper sprayed. Mm. Um, I didn't experience the rubber bullets. I don't think any Detroiters have. Uh But we've had the riot police 
charge us. People have been thrown into the ground. I've been threatened. I have been threatened to be arrested. Like, it's just been... Shout out to you for not getting arrested. I know. I was impressed. Like, I just waited. Like, when I knew that there was... Because when I... When I heard that there was going to be a protest, I knew two things for certain. I knew for sure you were going. <laughs> and I knew for sure my number one job was to make sure you didn't up in to find out whether or not I needed to get you out of jail the next day. Those well, were my two jobs. That. <laughs> like that was it. Um it was also part of why I mean, on top of all the personal reasons that mm-hmm. I physically just can't be out there. And for any of you that are on the side of the fence where you just can't find the fortitude to be at another protest because of how much this has happened. I, I'm I'm here to represent y'all. No, I am too. I, I totally fucking get um, it. And let me say, I did not go out until 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. I didn't go out until the end of the day because I wrestled. First of all, I had my daughter and I wasn't taking her with me. Right. And I didn't have... Um, childcare until like nine o'clock at night mm. but that day i have been wrestling like okay what are you gonna do because typically i if there's a protest to be had in detroit and it doesn't matter yeah. if it's for black lives gay rights education yeah i'm, I'm pretty much there yeah. i kind of grew up in a in a very pro-black activist type of family so mm-hmm. um i've been protesting since i yeah. was a kid your mama loved to make a good sign yeah because my mom's a teacher so she makes a, she makes some of the best <laughs> y'all know the teacher yes, right signs. y'all know about the teacher strikes and all that so i've been protesting <laughs> for a very very right. long time yeah for sure um i was down there you know fighting afl cio for my mama to get more money and right. all kind of shit you know yeah. so i've been at it for a while and i just kind of was wrestling um on friday about with whether or not i would go down there and mm-hmm. i just witnessed i actually got on social media and what sent me down there was just the aggression of the police yeah and the fact that people were actually peacefully protesting mm-hmm. and they were not. They were the aggressors. Yeah. So and I'll say that for my K. Um, but you know, that I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. Um tear gas I've never been tear gassed before, so that was an experience. Oh. I've never been pepper sprayed before and I got all of that in in, in two days. Mm. So you know, that shit was insane. Um mm-hmm. and it was not and also I have really bad asthma so mm-hmm. being down there I'm like trying to keep my distance from people I'm trying to kind of mm-hmm. I'm just now getting back to being able to breathe properly after like three and a half months of not being able to breathe for real yep. so I'm not trying to I'm not trying to fuck that up you know it's yeah, all no, kind of shit you. that I'm facing and I'm down here and I'm a small woman and I'm by myself um, and so well, I was by myself the second I, I wasn't by myself the first night but either way I was with a friend and he and I are the same size so it's like yeah. we gonna get but we both gonna get trampled I know that friend and you will <laughs> Why I didn't even ask him to go the second night because I'm I like, mean, what, what you, point you ain't really no help. Gonna, I mean, you could use him at least as a human as a shield. shield. <laughs> That's about it for well, the rubber bullets. I will say this: he got aggressive when the officer threatened to arrest me because mm. he's like, "You're not gonna touch her." Yeah. So again, and I looked at him like, and I kind of I chuckled to myself on, in, behind my mask like, because that was his very first protest ever in life. Oh no, poor baby! Right, and for me, it's, I had to explain to him like, this is how this goes. Yeah, they like, threaten. Yeah, I we say, say no, something. Right. They yeah, threaten. there's a there's it's a back a, and forth that happens. It's just a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 
that we've been playing I'm for like, fucking years now. I'm like, you know, it's it's cool. On top of that, I laugh because I'm thinking to myself. I mean, you? they're not allowed to have the hoes no more. As, as, right. To my understanding, we'll see what we'll happens see. in two yeah, weeks. Yeah, we'll see. Because they, they didn't have no hoes, but they were like batoning the shit out of people. And it, 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 it was wild. I'll wait till I get to my K. Right. Um, I'm sorry. Taco. Let's do a taco. Do we have a taco for I, today? I have one. Okay. Let's, um, let's do a taco. It's on theme, though. So just okay. know that we're not, we're not straying from where the fuck we really yeah, this the fuck is the are. For, for today. Uh, the tacos, maybe next week. I don't maybe know. Maybe next week. Maybe the week after. I don't give a fuck because yeah. apparently no one else does. Right. Um. So my taco is a drink and the drink that I am highlighting uh, goes very well with racism. It's the old fashioned. <laughs> like fucking racism. Just as old yeah. fucking fashion. Um, here's the thing. We're going to talk about the drink because, again, I like to drink and it brings me a certain and amount all, of and joy. And Old Fashioned is one of my favorite drinks, actually. It is a, it is a thing that brings me joy, so um, we might as well. I felt like now was the time to bring, since how we doing old shit, like hating niggas, yeah. we might as well bring up. One of my favorite protest signs says, it's 2020, I can't believe I still have to protest this shit. Exactly. Um, but anyway, an Old Fashioned uh, is very simple to put together. Um, I'm going to present you with two. So there's an old fashioned based on, uh, in general, which you can find as a recipe is it's simple syrup. It's nice cube bitters, um, a orange peel, a maraschino cherry, if you like things like that and rye whiskey, um, preferably bourbon. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all you're putting together. You need measurements. You go, you go to sparkle for that or your local Google. So, (laughs) or your local sommelier. (laughs) Yes. You go to that for all of that. I'm not here for that. And I don't give a fuck (laughs) about much. Definitely not that. But, um, that's how you're supposed to make them. The second one that I offer you is the, um, the old fashioned that I like to drink. Um, it cuts out all the frills of an already simple ass drink and it's just ice uh whiskey much more than a jigger which is ridiculous mm-hmm. but um, but it's good when it's made properly oh, no, no no i'm not saying that it's a bad drink when it's made properly i'm telling you what i drink <laughs> <laughs> that ain't really old-fashioned when is. you're doing double and no, triple, no 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 though. no 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 it's an old-fashioned because it has to be it's still rye right um I still like just the little, the slightest bit of that orange peel. Oh, okay. That's I, nice. Okay, okay. I was going to say, because that flavoring and is important. And, and ice and bitters, like my oh, cold okay. heart. I thought this was going to just be ice and whiskey. Oh, no, that's whiskey. <laughs> that's how you should be drinking it. I, you can either drink it with an ice cube or you can drink it with nothing. But that's how you drink it. <laughs> Very Ron Swanson about that shit. <laughs> everything else is bullshit oh but, my god um my old fashioned is really just bitters ice and you can you know put some of that little orange zest in there mm-hmm. that's it though okay. i don't need no simple fucking syrup that's stupid <laughs> i don't need it i see i just need bitters to match my soul <laughs> okay and that's it um that is my taco drink i recommend pairing it with a taco what taco would you pair it with? Um, honestly, that one goes with a good, like a good steak taco, like a carne asada, something like that. If you're gonna be drinking whiskey, you really should put it with good quality beef. <sighs> Get one of those 
then also get yourself a vegetarian one and take the vegetarian one and throw it at the riot gear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, just make it hit. You weren't going to eat it anyway. Tabs, so tabs would, be, would be mad with that. Well, don't throw tabs, but if I'm it's just yours. Saying, you know, we got some, some vegans and some vegetarians. Okay, who are take here whichever. For... Let's, let's be less problematic. Come unlike on our, now. Unlike our cock caucasian brethren let's instead As my sister would say the caucasity <laughs> let's be let's be of the caucasity <laughs> the caucasity let's be less of that take get yourself a taco that you thoroughly enjoy and a taco that you thoroughly hate hate yes take the hate taco and throw it right at the riot cops yes yes i'm here for that for there sure there you go there you go it can be whichever one there you go and there you go that's it um that's my taco time for you guys uh thank you for stopping by please continue to hang out while we uh, yeah while we make our way through this shit yeah come on through these trenches with us so i've just been like and this to just let you know where i'm at like i've been (laughs) i phrased this yesterday when i was like trying to um describe what i was doing just to myself because i feel Mm -hmm. like it was a thing Mm mm-hmm I've been tucking myself into my blackness. Okay. And I, for me, what that means is I've been doing, so when I finally do get home, I just lay in my bed okay. and watch Living Single. Oh, nice. I've been doing that too. And if you know me, I don't, y'all have heard shit. Y'all know me. Y'all know me. Yeah. Here, I hear watching all the black movies and shit. Mm-hmm. So I've been like watching nothing but black shit, mm-hmm. listening. I have played James Brown Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Probably 42 times. So you're welcome, well, whoever gets those royalties. Because <laughs> I'm playing the fucking album. That's the reason Jane Brown Estate will stay always yes, paid. it will. Because it got to get paid in every single Nigga, protest. I made a whole uh, Black Power playlist. Oh, there you go. So That's I have been like literally rolling in my black. I bought a shirt that said um, legalize being black. Oh, Shit. I bought a mask. You talk about some legislation. I bought a mask. (laughs) (laughs) I bought a mask that has a picture of Angela Davis and it says resist. Oh, that's cute. So, yeah. So, I've just kind of like been rolling in my black shit. The mask industry, fuck y'all. I know, right? I'm so fucking mad that all that's going to happen is consumerism. Like, well, if I got to wear these bitches, I'm going to be cute. (laughs) I bought bought one. I bought a Vera Bradley one for $8. Do you know I sent uh, some Michigan State material over to my BFF so, so she can make Michigan me one. Michigan State. I figured that was. I felt like that had already happened. No, it was just it was a delay on the fabric because everybody oh, okay. was doing it. But what happened is I was in the store one day and I saw some white woman with it on and I'm like, oh hell no. no I have so I got my shit from Redbubble and I have pinned um, a Gilmore Girls one, mm-hmm. a Fraser one. It's mm-hmm. one that says we'll remove. I'm buying this one. We'll remove masks for wine. Yeah. So I saw the I. Saw saw a couple Gilmore Girls ones when I was on Etsy looking for something else one day and I started to just buy it for you <laughs> and just send it but I'm like do I want to perpetuate the fact that we're going to be in this forever I know and I'm like no and then my mama made a good point and was like listen I'm going to wear a mask from now on she was like if I'm traveling I'm just going to put oh, a mask yeah. on yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought about that and I was like you know what I yeah don't, probably I don't see I don't see a good chunk of us I don't see us like really retreating from it even like completely one, no no not uh-uh. completely um 
I think that, you know, gloves will finally subside and Well, I see like now that. I'm buying shit for like future protests. Oh, well, yeah, you got to Like I got a whole like separate Amazon list now. Like I got a gas mask. I got these spandex Oh, I was um, getting the gas shirts. mask anyway though. I got these tactical gloves. Like I found somebody in Tokyo play, uh created a whole thing about what you need to basically fight the riot police in terms of gear. Oh, they're real good at it over they there. They are. And they made everything on their on their list made so much sense and mm-hmm. so I'm like this is a perfect so I shared it extra on my personal yeah. page and then I screenshot it to my photo so I could keep it in case oh, yeah. you know well, I forget send it to me because I might never be on social media again so. I don't blame you yeah I've, so I've had to protect my space I understand <laughs> like, completely hardcore yeah they had a bra face cover a construction helmet backpack elbow oh, and knee pads loose yeah. change for subway fare to avoid being tracked through electronic transit passes Mm. the broad face cover wasn't just in case they spray shit it was for to counter facial recognition technology oh smart yeah this was a very well thought out list well that's the real issue that I see going forward as we get into these summer months where they like to just you know hunt a nigga yeah um with the fact that I don't think that we'll get through the summer where all of a sudden you don't have to wear a face mask I'm pretty sure that's gonna continue throughout the rest of the year it's going to be harder to identify folks and they already think that we look alike. Right. So my concern... That's, well, that's been my concern from day one. Cause yeah. I, when we, this shit first started, I saw a black man in a ski mask. Just and walking. And I one. was so afraid for him. And yeah. I'm like, dude, I Terrified. get it. But do you realize like what you got Terrified. on? Terrified. We can't even get into the, you know, the deep conspiracy, deep dives of all the video I've seen where it's white folks burning shit down and throwing stuff. And it's not us. Right. Because that's not going to get played anywhere because it's clearly a, it's an us issue. It's not a nobody else issue. And so you have wildly misinformed and uh or underinformed i won't say misinformed but wildly uninformed trying to be anti-racist white folks that don't take in the gravity of everything because they never had to so you go through with half-assed information about just how deep this runs Mm -hmm. and then you go in and you decide that you're gonna get mad because you you're so mad not understanding that your rage not properly channeled at the right person turns into more loss of our bodies yeah and how you can be trying to help and i get it i get that it comes from a place of literally you're finally upset enough because you just realized some shit that's been going on our entire life but because it's been happening our whole entire existence and you haven't done the work part because it's easy to be mad yeah it's it that's that's the easiest and most simple step, which is why people get so upset when people aren't don't have the decency to at least be mad. Right. Right. Like, it's the easiest fucking step to this. Mm-hmm. But because it's the easiest, it's the one that if that's all you're acting off of, because the video that I saw was in Minneapolis and it was a bunch of twenty something looking um, cause I'll never know for real. <laughs> but <laughs> they looked to only be they looked very young. And they were mostly white kids and they were throwing stuff, spray painting, breaking the windows at one of the police stations. And my thing is, is while I appreciate the rage because Mm -hmm. we all have it and we've all have it, not being able to have enough foresight in the fact that your rage 
is not even going to get considered. You doing that? Yeah. Is not even going to get. Con- it wasn't even on the news. I had to see that somewhere else on YouTube or whatever else where it was clearly formed. It was clearly filmed. Thank God for the ability for to f- other yeah, people to yeah. film things because this has always been a thing. Right. We talk about this every time, so I'm not going to get into it. But my thing is, is even that sort of action, not taking the time to educate yourself about the ways that what you do, you need to be intentional purposeful and thoughtful about your anti-racist actions yeah you can't just be mad yeah because we're not allowed to just be mad ever so you might as well take 50 percent of the 50 percent of the thought that we put into living every fucking day and existing every fucking day (laughs) down at the protest there was a (laughs) white man who about maybe 50 55 somewhere up in there Mm -hmm. he ran through like two three black cops like he acted like he was walking past them and said ran through them all crazy with his arms failing mm-hmm. it was hilarious to see honestly okay. and they got him obviously because he was like overweight and older right and so they got him to the ground put the zip ties around his wrist mm-hmm. and this and his this white woman comes up and she goes that's my husband mm-hmm. and so i turned and looked at her and the cop the black cops turned to look to her and even though at that time, I, it was like uh, me versus the cops. We all kind of looked at her like, your privilege is not about to save him. Because we, we all looked at her like, and what and else? else? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. even though she was down there protesting this thing, it's crazy like how layered the because privilege it actually takes, is. It takes work. Like you and have to really make a conscious she didn't, effort. I don't, she, didn't, <laughs> she wasn't even aware. She wasn't necessarily trying to no. say, I'm white, let him go. Right. But that's, that's just how you feel. so ingrained. Right. Yeah. She's just like, that's my husband. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and the thing about it, the, the, the piece that is ingrained in that is the fact that this shouldn't be happening and right. you should be listening to me. Right. That's what she's saying. You should be listening to me. This shouldn't be happening. Yeah. And the problem is, is that she then expects when you say that, that people... The, the thing is really her expectation right. that when she says something somebody should listen yeah, exactly. and the fact is that we're not even allowed to have that expectation right. because we're never listened to right. and the thing that I try to use when I do want to have a proactive conversation with somebody the example that I try to get people to understand even for for our people to understand when they're engaging with white people trying which is a it's its own separate it's set of thing. work yeah. and labor on our side but when you're trying to deal with that engage whether or not this is a this is a microaggression that you need to to be concerned about or this is somebody still learning is for at least the majority of us now the people who i can't even begin to is is the people that hit check off all the marginalized boxes Mm -hmm. every day prayers for y'all because i don't know how you make it because on every front you're black you're You're talking like you're a black gay disabled woman yes woman yes black gay disabled women i am not talking to y'all because y'all are getting it from literally every side yeah are you black gay disabled and a woman and not just gay like black you should just be queer trans i mean you could okay so i'm listen listen right i'm 33 so so y'all came with all these new terms (laughs) if i say gay i mean all the letters i ain't getting ready to do that you feel how you want to do you feel how the fuck you want to feel this is a perfect example of the of what i'm saying with that is that the amount of understanding and compassion that I can lend, because I would not even go so far as to say allyship, because first of all, I hate that term. It's been watered down a lot. Nobody it knows it's what the fuck diluted, to do yeah. with it. But I'm just going to say general compassion and respect, because mm-hmm. that's really what it boils mm-hmm. down to, that I have for people of 
the LGBTQ community, which mm-hmm. is all the letters, all of that stems from active work that I have done myself to mm-hmm. listen to people from that community and try to read on my own, which is the step that is missing yeah, I, most of the my time. My wife is so much better than I am. I am not about to sit up here and read shit. But my thing now, is... Now, if you tell me, the question I will ask you, though, is, like, what's your pronoun? Like, I'm not going to be disrespectful. So if you tell me, like, how to address you, then I'm going to do that. Right. And my thing is, that is a, a reasonable thing for you to do. What you're not doing is showing up to their spaces. You're not going to show up to their spaces and expect them to sit you down oh, and no. tell you the entire history of no, their oppression. I'm not, you, it's, not, it's not your job to educate me. It's my job to educate myself. Exactly. And it's your job to be respectful of them. And the yeah, minimum, exactly. and to hear them when they ask, like, that is a very clear, simple thing where most people in that community have asked to be addressed by a pronoun that they identify with, mm-hmm. which is an easy thing that is echoed all the time you being a person trying to be respectful and compassionate of other people have simply done that shit Mm -hmm. you have not asked anybody explain why you haven't decided that you're not going to do it Mm -mm. or even decided to delve deeper that's on you whether or not you want to but what you can do is give people what they're asking just literally a basic level of respect respect that's it and compassion so but with that that's the same it's the same thing when you turn it to white privilege versus versus black experience. Yeah. It's the same thing. We are tired of trying to explain to you what's going on because that's not our job. What we simply are requesting every time is for you to hear what we're saying and do something about that. If we're saying, hey, maybe don't kill us with reckless abandon, maybe work to do that. Yeah. But I digress. Well, my K. <laughs> Did we not start it? Mm-mm. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all it was going to be a thing, y'all. So, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I thought that was it. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, everything you said was relevant. So, I mean, I mean that's why I just let I mean, you go. The but good, yeah, the I mean, good thing about it is the, I don't... Everything, no, everything you said was relevant to my actual K. Oh, well, that's helpful. I'm just going to give the title of my K. But basically, we're talking about oh, well, what, I, what I came to talk about. Which is cool. So, well, people um, should know the title. You work hard on those. <laughs> today, not really. Like, my, so my K is two part. Okay. First K is kiss my ass. Okay. <laughs> so, Fair. we pretty much have delved into why we've we've covered that. People rewind really, a little, and you can you can pick it out. Now, okay. So to be specific, it is kiss my ass, Detroit Police Department. Okay, sure. So my first part of my K. 1A is directly, directly addressed to the Detroit Police Department. All right, I'm with it. Now, before I begin this, I you will never hear me say blue lives matter because nobody is blue and that shit is stupid. Yes. Um, however, I normally have very much respect for police officers and law enforcement. I have been in some really shitty, shady situations. Mm. I have lived a fucking life, guys. And I have been... I can't believe there's so much left. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) I have been shown immense compassion and understanding from officers. Mm -hmm. So I've had people like help me recover stolen vehicles. I've had people hug me when I was being thrown out. Mm -hmm. I've had officers like be like, you know, here's my number after this shit in case you need somebody to help you go back and do a thing. Yeah. Like, I have been shown, you know, the good side of Detroit Police Department, DPD, mm-hmm. for um, the majority of my experiences. Okay. Now, I am not a cop apologist. 
right. all because I'm black mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am more on the activist uh, liberation side of things. However, I am also slightly conservative. And so I think that <laughs> we need, lo- we, we do need order. Otherwise, my, this shit would just be what lawlessness. And I know it really, it, it really fucking is for it's me. It's very hard. Because I'm so multi-layered and you really have to like get to know me to like peel back those layers and be like, well, hold on. How are you slightly conservative and also out here writing, you know, raging against the machine? I am. I've been here 10 <laughs> years, y'all. I ain't figured it out yet. So pull up a He's chair look, right? and buckle it. <laughs> is all I, I mean, can but give I, you. I'm a person who likes law and order. I like order, but I like fairness. Yeah. So that's my that's my thing. I have no problem with following rules, but make make them equitable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because without rules, it's just a it's, it's Toronto. Again, <laughs> like what? make it make sense. Again, it's Toronto the reason traffic that without I, rules. I'm the reason <laughs> I am. I was just talking about that the that other day. That shit is lawlessness. It's and it, I am still enraged. It's a dirty about, free. About, it's a like it's a dirty free for all yes. trying to drive in Toronto. I told that, I, and that is it's just it's what life without rules to me looks like. I mean, I agree. There should be there should be driving rules. on what seemingly looks like a one way street only to have cars come at your come ass at with you. no signage or lights. This is not uh, hyperbole. This, this happened. This is real, right? <laughs> and, and they thought so I know I was the driver, and, and they thought I was tripping because they were back there talking, so nobody was paying attention. But nope. me, as I'm complaining about this, then niggas started paying attention. Like, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> we were all confused driving around. Like, yes. are we on an amusement park? This shit was crazy. That but yeah, wild. so to me, that's what not, that's what a lack of law and order looks like. The problem is because even though I'm slightly conservative, what pulls me all the time and and really fuels my my activism is the fact that it's not equitable. Yeah. So you it's can't not. say, well, here's some rules, but only these people have to abide by them. You can kiss my ass. Yeah. And the reason. DPD specifically can kiss my ass is because having been down there two nights in a row to uh, participate in the demonstrations, I have never witnessed at any protest in my life the aggressor, in my opinion, being the officers, being yeah. the police. Yeah. People on Facebook were saying, oh, my God, don't tear up Detroit. Y'all going to tear up the city, blah, blah, blah. I said, fuck you, first of all, because you're not down here. So right. don't tell me what the fuck is happening. And I'm fucking down here. Number one. Right. Number two, we weren't tearing up the fucking city. Yeah, I mean, that's not typically. It, it was we've too, had lots of riots. It was too fucking. But right. since Unless, this is not. Like, but since I mean, we've had lots of protests. I won't say riots that's the wrong word since the 60s riots right. we've been really what on was it, 67 edge. Riot? Yeah, yeah yeah since that we've been real on edge about just fucking just some shit, shit to the ground right right because it was so excessive then we have not had a genuine and riot we have had since, plenty we had of protests plenty of protests and there was two things happening down there one was you you had uh people white folks from the burbs coming down here and destroying shit number mm-hmm. one yeah number two the other thing was you had police and I have video footage of this shit and I shared it to my personal page because I stood there and recorded the shit myself. You had officers literally, literally yelling at protesters who were not moving, were not armed, were not rioting, were quiet, Mm -hmm. saying shit like, fuck you, you faggot, you a pussy ass bitch. And I quote, that is an actual direct quote. Yikes. And I was mortified yeah, by the terrible. fact that this is the language you use and that people who are not even attacking you are right. not even coming at you. And I mean, and and the first of all, the guy that the black man, the black officer that called the guy a faggot 
what pissed me off is it was a white boy who was obviously uh, queer mm-hmm. and was an easy target. Yeah. And that makes that makes you a pussy ass bitch. Yeah, it does. And so for you to then follow it up with you a pussy ass bitch. And when I tell you it wasn't just this one officer, it was damn near all of them. It was a just at this one kid. No, 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 no. Just in, oh. in pockets because okay. I I moved the way I, I strategized my movement was I started out in central downtown, so right at Campus Marshes, right? Okay. And then I moved over to um I can't even to like Randolph. Okay. And so and then I moved. So I'm kind of like in a hexagon type of shape, right, and, right. and I, as I'm moving because it was a lot happening. I'm trying to kind of figure out where I want to be in this, right? Because I'm. I am grown. I'm not in my twenties, right. and I'm trying I'm to not find out this, here trying to risk right. it all. I'm, I have, I'm a mom, so yes, I'm trying yes. to, to be in the safest place, and I'm also trying to low key observe social distancing because I'm not trying to get sick. Exactly. So I'm I'm trying to strategize my movements. Well, as I'm trying to figure out where I want to be, there were pockets of people. Mm-hmm. Some were aggressive. I, I the, the first crowd I came up on was full of a bunch of guys, mm-hmm. young guys. Okay. They were throwing baseballs and softballs and water bottles at the police in their riot gear. And every okay. time they threw a thing, they would rush the, the police would rush them. Right. So I'm trying to move out of that shit. I'm not trying to be a part of that. And honestly, some people were down there for for the gram, for social media to post their pictures to to antagonize right. the police. But the the group that I'm talking about specifically were just young people. Um, People younger than me, people the same age as me, kind of holding signs still. And it was late. So the majority of the more peaceful protesters had gone, but there were some left. Okay. And they were treating them as if they were aggressive. All, all yeah. getting ready to be aggressive. And I was in a group that got tear gassed. Okay. And so it pissed me off because the officers were... Um, just huffing it, just huffed up and puffed up and just literally inciting violence. Mm-hmm. They wanted to rush you. They yeah. wanted to spray you. They want, and I, that had never been my experience with DPD. Yeah, no, never. I mean, for as much as, uh, for as much as there, and there's been again, every time this happens because we have the luxury of fucking data because this keeps fucking happening. There is a protest here because we have such a high, um, because we have such a high African-American population as it is, every time this reaches a fever pitch, there is a protest here. And I've been down to, I've been down there some of them with you. I've been down to some of them by myself. There's been die-ins. There's been all types of things that happen down there. And the the police always show up. Sometimes they're, the, the thing up until now, the thing that I found the most egregious is how often it would be something very peaceful and they show up in full riot gear. Right. Which I thought, in and, and of itself, it's the visual aggressive. Of is the, visual the visual is, is aggressive. aggressive. And then when you got the person, I guess the commander or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. you know, the person who yells out that march that they do, and it's very militarized, first yeah. of all, which yeah. is scary when you down there and it's right. nighttime and lit. They, somebody, one officer was doing nothing but like um, letting off the flashbangs. And, right, and so this is That's ha- this is all happening, and I'm standing right the fuck there. So it's flashbangs, it's tear gas, it's pepper spray, and I'm and you got people running and rioting, and tr- you got people, you got, and there are some women who are kind of mm-hmm. going up to the officers, and so they would spray them, mm-hmm. and they would just kind of fall to the ground, and then you would have somebody in their crew run up and drag them, and then they would just open up gallons of milk and just dump it over them. Oh my god. Th- never seen like i've been protesting a long time and i saw some wild shit this weekend that's crazy well here was a thought now see i was going to and i i make this comment here because this this is our show and we can talk about things but i wasn't really on top of not being on social media anyway i wasn't really going to um 
go into any sort of deep look at what happened here in particular i can't speak for what's happening anywhere else but i know here Mm -hmm. and so the thing that really got me and the the anomaly of that compared to everything else is there was a good point that somebody somebody put up somewhere that i was at for five seconds and before i couldn't handle it anymore um that this is the first time this has happened and everybody's been home Mm-hmm. To really feel everything. Yeah, yep. And that's on both sides, though. Yep. Yeah. And so me having a dad who's a retired DPD, mm-hmm. I understand. Who I absolutely adore, by right. the way. Yeah, no, he's a great dude. But um, No, but I actually adore your daddy. Like, I mean, your daddy yeah, you is do. one of my favorite humans nerves. in the world. He get on my nerves. <laughs> but yes, you actually adore him. But anyway, <laughs> um, what I know about... Um, kind of the rank and file and protocol nature of it. Now, you got some issues with DPD now that there's no longer a residency. DPD was a lot better. Uh, when they made them when, live in the community you had to that live, they policed. Yeah. yeah, you have to live in a place. So, Which is a thing I was been, saying because they were yelling at people, uh, go back. What, what the hell? Because I wrote it down. What did he say? He said, oh, he told somebody to take your gay ass home. Right. He, he told, he said, take so, your gay ass home. Take your gay ass. Y'all down here in our city, in our city. And y'all don't live here. And so I yelled, I do live here. Right. So there's, You don't even live here. So, and then he didn't say shit. So listen. So there's a couple of things with that. So you know the general, and we've talked about this on the show before, the general amount of gentrification that's happening right. here. You have everybody with more time to think and sit with their feelings than they've ever had before on both sides, right? Yeah. Both our side, their side, whatever the sides are. But when you look at um, the issues internally, so uh, the police department, to particularly DPD, and I'm sure many, many others, they function off of a certain um, unified mentality that makes police enforcement functional. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly the more dangerous the area is, mm-hmm. the more that it's critical that you work as a unit, mm-hmm. everybody for show, which is also why the the residency law was beneficial because you were all, you weren't going to have people that weren't for this city right. living in the city right. to be on to police the city. Yeah, so it was easier. And then for to bring that back, I think that's extremely really, important. That's a the big difference. And I, and I mentioned that, and it's funny you even brought that up because yeah. I literally mentioned that in conversation yesterday. Well, it's important because also, so now you have a mix, just like you do with this with everything else. Yep. You have people that feel like you have black officers on DPD feeling yep. gentrified in their in their profession. Yep. Their profession is getting gentrified yep. on top of the city that's being gentrified. Right. So you have and those are feelings that they've been allowed to sit with longer than normal because everybody's been in the house. The number of runs that you're going on now, the amount of actual police work that you had to do before this protest happened has decreased because people have been in the house mm-hmm. by and large. Even if they're out, they're out to do specific things. So the number of just petty theft Leisurely, run and yeah. things that you've been doing is less, which means everybody involved in this particular situation has had way too much time to sit in their feelings about what's going on and let them bottle up without them being without there being any creative and successful outlet for them to work through it there's Mm -hmm. nothing in place to work through the complexity of emotions that are happening right now there is nothing there's not adequate metal there's not adequate mental health services there's not adequate infrastructure there's not adequate systemic anything to deal with simply what 
this happening at this moment in time is doing to every person involved from the extreme racist to the poor black woman that is simply does not want to have to keep explaining why her son can't go nowhere with nothing but my problem is none of that excuses behavior when oh, you're no, being no. paid to do a I'm job not, i'm not and this is why this is why this commentary is for now and not for when any of it was actually happening because this is the first and foremost I get that you're a human and you can feel your feels but but you're like working but doctors don't get to do that teachers nope. don't get to do that no nope. you talking about people and, and firefighters don't get to do that emts don't don't get to do that Nobody, so you want to talk about public officers, service employee police employees. officers are the same in that same vein we're yeah. all first responders you're all in the same thing right. you know this what i'm saying is things are looking worse because of the nature of the backdrop of this happening everybody is and on I, a different level and I ask the same question edge. to so many different officers because it's my it's usually just kind of my my typical protest question I like to ask officers do you feel like you're on the right side of history that's always my protest question mm-hmm. and I asked a Chaldean um, officer that and he was like uh, no He's like I'm. He's like I'm mad. I'm as, I'm as mad as you are. And that's the thing. And he's like, so he's like, but what the fuck do we do? You know what right. I mean? And he you, was like, you gotta go to work. He was like, I'm as mad as you are. He's like, at this point, I'm just trying to make sure people don't fucking tear the city up and don't hurt each other. Yeah. He was cool. He and I kind of had like a, a, a brief conversation before another riot uh, rage run broke the fuck out. Right. And that is actually been more often than not my actual experience, both with with conversation with my dad. The reason that a lot of particularly DPD officers because historically they have been people from our community the reason that they deal with a different level of outrage because you know the truth about the protocol well, yeah. it's the same it's the same reason i get a, a certain amount of indignant about um people that experience really poor uh medical outcomes because i know where the protocol mm-hmm. is and i know how you're not following mm-hmm. it. and when it's a real discrepancy you know the difference and my dad looking at that video is way different than see, anybody else i feel conflicted because the police chief james craig mm-hmm. came out immediately and was like that shit's murder period which yeah. is a big thing for a fucking police chief to do absolutely but the problem is then now police show police yeah because the person who I asked, do you feel like you're on the right side of history? And they said, yes, was a black cop. Yeah. It was also that same cop who huffed and puffed up at me like he was going to arrest me and then yeah. threatened to arrest me. Exactly. Because in this moment in time, you have people. And he was he just looked like a premier asshole. Yeah. And I yelled back at him. I said, and you look like you probably beat women. And he did. Okay. And he looked every bit of like 26, 27. Also, you're a 13-year-old boy mentally. Mm. So you're not even old enough as far as I'm concerned to be anybody's police officer. Yeah. I've been living longer than you. Yeah. And all you out here is with is young boy rage yeah. and, and muscle power. Yeah. And I mean... As a 26, 27-year-old male, I don't give a fuck what color he is. Yeah. It's like that a 20-year-old male. Because that was the next thing I was going to say. And what's so terrible is how how more significant because the one his, that said he, that he was mad mm-hmm. had to be like 55 year old Chaldean man yeah, yeah but what's so what is so awful just as a tangent of awfulness that exists in that a layer of it when you want to understand is what you misogyny are, no 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 not misogyny I mean that's we can talk about that in day to week just like anything else but for my what may be the one to two people that may not be black that's listening to this which I you know Shout out to y'all, I guess, if you're here. But the thing about that, the extra layer to that that makes it hurtful, that makes it 
that makes me have such complex emotion about you saying that it was a black guy because A, I know this could happen to him at any point in time. Right. B, I know the other thing is if he was tw- if he's in his 20s, which is what it sounds like, he should be allowed to be a dumb 20 year old like the rest of the dumb 20 year old. <laughs> you know what's also terrible? Also terrible. Another layer of terrible is the fact that him being black and 20 and that level of ridiculous is not even something he can afford. That's not a luxury. And you know what? It's funny that you say that because as a 33 year old woman on my drive home, I prayed for him even though I was livid. Because he, he doesn't have that luxury. Me fuck off. He should have the luxury. You know how many 20 year old fucking frat bros that I've shifted right. through right. and fucking stay? They're everywhere. They're literally everywhere. But you're not going to threaten to take me to jail though. Fuck you. No, no, I, no. I don't give a fuck. No, no, no. All of that. You can be that young and dumb out, out, off of the job. That's my only issue. No. Is you need to still carry yourself with a level of professionalism while you're working. Regardless. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do when you're not in a taxpayer uniform. I agree. All of that is true and all of that takes priority. You still have to have a certain level of professionalism. I don't, oh, you know, none yeah. of that. You should again, be reprimanded for that. doing your job And that's my only problem is that nobody will reprimand them. Nobody's going to hold yeah. them accountable because they were all cheering each other on mm-hmm. and backing up that behavior like you said because they were unified and they certainly aren't going to break the blue off for a civilian. So, no. now somebody told me that they saw officers pulling other officers back. I didn't see that. I mean, um, it, it will happen i'm I don't hoping know. that that was true you know it, but that, that's happen. not what i saw and the one thing that i will say is it's a very in in trying to keep those things in order what you'll see happen in that moment which you should and what would be better is definitely to have people to have them check each other but right even if that doesn't happen like if they're you, but you should you sh- the fact that you felt like you could call somebody a faggot yeah it, it's just so out of line. It, it is. It, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, I don't give a fuck, cause especially somebody who's not being aggressive towards you. Mm-hmm. And hasn't that done makes, anything. To, to me, honestly, that makes you a bully. Yeah, and that's what it is. And some people get into the that line of work for that reason. I don't know if they were, like, picked on and now you want to be in an authoritative position. Or, or You know what I mean? Sometimes... A lot of times that's it. You got to think about the nature. Like who volunteers to do this fucking job? <laughs> for $40,000 to for, start. Exactly. <laughs> you got to have a certain amount of, of <laughs> shit wrong with you. It's for Detroit. Maybe $40,000 for Mayberry Stewart. Yeah, but you know, here, but this is this is the, this is the D. My so. dad will tell you every single day. All he needed was that good health insurance because he kept having too right. many kids. Right. He would have never done it. He would have never done it. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 such a layer thing. It's definitely wrong. It's there's no excuse for it. It's there's no excuse for the majority of shit that has been happening right now. But definitely when it comes to that it's just it's everything unfortunately the nature of it is everything is just work worse, yeah everything and it's just work and it's so multi-layered like <laughs> yeah. it's just so no, many layers to everything none of this is simple none of it is black and white so much of it is gray which is a very hard thing for me because i'm a pretty black and white person and i yeah. like to be able to categorize things so to live in this continual space and i've got much better just from life shit making me live in the middle mm-hmm. but you know, just having to be in the middle of this because, again, I probably am, as I get older, a little more conservative than I am liberal. But I'm going to always be here for black people. I'm going to always yep. be here for equality and equal rights across any group. I don't give a fuck who it is, which is yep. what makes me. And it's crazy because 
I'm I am somewhat conservative, but I'm still here for LGBTQ shit. Like yeah. because and I thought about this yesterday and I told somebody, I said my wife said to me, it's not so much that you here for, you know, gay rights or whatever. You're here for people not being mistreated. Yeah. And you're here for people not being told what the fuck they can do with their lives. And yeah, that is just what it boils down to. You hate to have yourself or anybody yeah. else be told what to do. Yes, I don't like that. I don't care. <laughs> that That's is, why I'm that out is here for, for agents, for a, a, B, people in ages, people, yeah. you know, being yeah. ableist. Don't tell me like, what no, I can do. Don't tell people do. what they can't fucking do. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. And don't mistreat people, especially if you're in a position where you want to have the trust of the community and you're here to protect and serve. You know, be the example. Be the and I understand that that's not that's not easy. Being mm-hmm. an adult makes me put myself in the other person's shoes. I'm like, yo, these people are tired. They've been out here all day. Their their gear is probably heavy. They yeah. they are they they got their own families and shit. They trying to get back to you yep. know this is a hostile environment. Some of these protesters are being reckless as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I try to consider the other side mm-hmm. and I try not to just pile on them. But when that man caught that little baby a faggot and you can see the the, the hurt in his eyes, I wanted to I I wanted to like rip his fucking skin off his fucking face and that that alone and this a white boy and my mama bear came out yeah and that alone is part of that's part of the things that i wish when people are having um you know these when non-black people are having these private discussions where they think they know about black people for real that's the thing that i feel like never gets said yeah how much we give a fuck about everybody, everybody else yeah. we like low-key some of the nicest people you'll ever meet because we, we we feed everybody if we got it we give it like, <laughs> like for as much we be on this show all the time talking about genuinely talking about how much white people get on our nerves and, and i was ready to shit. fight a police officer because he called somebody's white son a because faggot because Oppression is oppression. Yeah. And being being rude and disrespectful is disrespect. And we know disrespect and hurt in a way that nobody yeah, else and, does. And, and, oh God, you about to make me cry because you're like, <laughs> Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. And 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 he just like literally physically crumpled if you if you know what that looks like. You know I what do. I mean? And you do. I do and know you what do that know like. right. And you know and you know what that looks like. Yeah. You know, and and I and it, I was just in, I was enraged, and it was nothing I could do because I also felt helpless. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a small woman. I'm by myself. I'm unarmed. I'm fight. I'm I'm what up against the 13 police officers standing here with firearms? Like what am exactly. I gonna do exactly. other than use my mouth? Which of course you know I did. Right. And then he threatened to take my ass to jail. Right. You know. So and like I said to him, you gonna take me to jail for talking? Yeah. You know, like so that's an offense now. Right. Okay. But. Right. So yeah, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you cry. I can't look I at you when you're crying because it just hurt, it hurts my heart. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, I can't. But yeah, so I'm sorry. So to get away from that, Kate, and I, this is why I made my Kate. My other Kate one B. My one okay. B is for kings. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk. And about I just want to talk about how much we love black men, and that's just pretty oh, much it. <laughs> Anybody and you know that incites this much global rage got to be the best shit since sliced bread. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? so true. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, why else I, would you be mad? But you know what? I, I broke it down. I categorized it because okay. Father's Day is coming up. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Father's Day is coming up, and so oh, damn, what is it? It is, <laughs> ooh, girl, and I'm about to lie to you. <laughs> 
Uh, I was legit gonna pull a date out my ass, like June sixteenth, June nineteenth. Oh, that's fancy. <laughs> let me let me check for everybody who just found themselves in the same like, shit. Oh yeah. Um, it's June twenty first. See, I was, I was wrong as fuck. It's you June twenty first. You were wrong as hell. Hold dog. on, it's June twenty first. Oh, I got some time. Yeah, no, I can oh, order like, something and yeah, it'll show up. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, okay, I actually might be able to pull this off. So Sweet. I started. I categorized this just just briefly, just okay. quickly. Um. I wanted to highlight the stepdads. Okay. Because that's a group that don't always, you know, get love. You think kings, black men, or whatever. Okay, so here's my question. Are you a fan of when people change their name from step to bonus? Do you like it or do you find it cheesy? Are you on the side of I'm indifferent. Plus or minus? I really enjoy it. Like, I really I think feel that like words make, mean something. And hold on. So are you saying, like, the, the adult saying, this is my bonus kid, or the kid saying, this is my bonus dad? I like it both, both. ways. Okay. Like, okay. I like it both ways. I feel like that is a better way to... Instead of stepdad? Yeah. So, oh, I see what you're asking yeah. me. You know what? I just got rid of step period. Oh, just dad? Yeah. yeah I, no, just, that also I just works. say this is my dad yeah. or this is my kid. Like, yeah. I would never refer to a kid as a step kid. You're, yeah. If I feed you... You're my kid. You're my kid. Yeah, I got lots of I got, like, yeah, I'm about to say, I got all kind of kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, if I, if I feed you and you have gotten in my car, you're yeah. my kid. Yeah, this is true. So I really, I, I really ne- enjoy I think that. that's why the bonus thing, I don't know, I never even really well, thought see, about that, it. That would make sense why you didn't think about it, but I've only seen it pop up more often. Uh, I've heard, I've seen it pop up more recently because, like, I take that same approach with, like, my, my granddad on my my mom's side mm-hmm. technically is a step granddad. Right, right, right. But that's so crazy to even it, think of yeah, him exactly. as that. This, this is my well, granddad. granddaddy is my step granddaddy. Oh, yeah, fair but enough. We, but, but everybody call that nigga granddaddy. <laughs> First of all, he everybody granddaddy. He <laughs> my daughter calls him granddaddy. Yeah, as she should because that's her granddaddy. <laughs> yeah, right, you know, so yeah, you, yeah. some people are just who the fuck they are. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I guess I don't do the but step I feel like thing. if you're going to, if you're in a space where you're going to use the term step, I think it's better to use bonus now you know what i did use a stepdad with my mom because my mom has been married three times so the second nigga was a stepdaddy yeah see because he was trash well see that's different so that also kind of helps you like file these niggas appropriately you know what (laughs) i stand corrected go for (laughs) so now we're gonna use it as a term to follow you can either you can be stepdad you can be bonus dad you can be dad Mm -hmm. which one you gonna be i also like because now we talking about words you know that's my thing i also like instead of stepdad i like step up dad Oh, that's good. I thought that was cute. That really highlights the ain't shit nigga that's not there. Ooh, isn't that fun? Because you wouldn't have to step up to shit. Because I feel like Russell Wilson is a step up dad. He, he is. Because the first one's not shit. Right. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> you see? Oh, this was fun. <laughs> oh, shoot. We're not supposed to be trash. <laughs> Sorry, That's guys. for privately later. Publicly, we're out here standing the fuck so, out of y'all. For the bonus dads and the step up dads and this and the and those who marry and just become the new dad. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to say, you know, we love y'all. We see y'all. Um, yeah, that's a hard role. That is a hard role. You know, offering your best in addition to two dope two dope parents is also 
a challenge. Yeah. And it's because it, you try to find your place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one thing when you don't have a father there and it's like, okay, cool. I can fill that whole male space. But when you got a good dad and you still trying to have a space in that person's yeah. life and you and you figure out how to do that and and, and, and maintain that role That's and be work. supportive. I mean, I just feel like we should be highlighting more of that. Yeah. Um, to come into a situation that it's not really problematic and you just no. add in goodness to it. Yeah. What a lucky fucking kid. What an awesome fucking family. I know, right? You know? Well, that's hard to do. Yeah, that's really hard to do. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever taken the time to really think about that. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. That's amazing. Then, yeah, that, I that's think that's so incredible. Nice. I think, you know, it's a special place in heaven for dads who father children and love children they who have don't a, have their DNA. They they really need to have more, more cards for them specifically. They do. And my, my stepdad who has been an asshole in my life <laughs> had to grow to a place where what a- he was mature you know yeah it's pretty he's got to a point where he's actually dad now because he he is much younger than my mama and so he was a boy who be, had to become a man who had to become a dad Ooh, that's a lot of transition. Yeah. You know what? I never really think about that when I take him in. Yeah, he was a boy who had to become a man who had to become a dad. That's good perspective. And in the last five years, which is funny because it's when I had a kid, mm-hmm. he really became a dad to me became, specifically because he became, because he became a granddad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so his love for me kind of changed and, and became more outward. That's good. And he always kind of made sure I was good and taken care of. And I think he really understood the fact that I needed to be good for her to be good. And he took that in and he did something with it. Which I can imagine with the type of kid that you were, that it would really be more about being hands off with you and less about you needing. Right. Even though that's what you did. Like what you gave off, I'm sure, was more like, I don't need you. Right. Uh, And it was. And then when you finally but you know that's my vibe in general yeah and i can only imagine what helped him perceive that oh even though you're saying this because as anybody dealing with you you have to understand that you're gonna say that regardless and And that's bullshit (laughs) you absolutely need somebody you need a lot of help and you asking for help is more like i mean i can do it that's that's a direct cry for help (laughs) from sparkle (laughs) you're gonna read me on the show Yes. <laughs> Who else is going to do it? It's only us here. That's some bullshit. Don't be telling my business. But I can only imagine coming in as the stepdad, especially being younger like he was. Because I used to think that nigga was a snitch. Knowing what to do with that. Like, he wouldn't know what to do with that. I'm like, I guess I'm going to go tell my wife about right. her kids. Like, why are you telling on me? She's not my kids. She don't want me. Now that nigga be like, he just called me. Like, before the show. Like, he did. I got you some plants. I'm going to leave him on your back porch. <laughs> what? Little did he know that's what he was supposed to be doing the whole time. But how is anybody supposed to know that? You got to just have a, I mean, some people luck up on it because of their personality type, but that's not his personality. You, but you, so I've arrived at a place and it feels really good because mm. I used to struggle and I didn't realize that if sometimes if you just stop worrying about shit and let life happen, life will give you the answer because mm-hmm. you'll evolve enough to get to the answer. Yeah. I used to be so worried about, well, what would I do if I got married? Who would walk me down the aisle? And at one point, I thought, well, maybe it should be my daddy. You know, and I, because I'm that like, what? Well, brief. It was brief. And I'm like, we all shot that down. I know. But you know, I got caught up in like, well, you know, honor your mother and the father and that kind of thing. And, and I, had to, I had to learn what that really meant. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, shit, it should be my mama because my mama been there the whole time and blah, 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 blah. And now I have finally settled on that nigga, the, uh, my step daddy. Oh, look at that. <laughs> my what step time up is daddy. It? Dang. 
Dang, I wish I would have wrote that down somewhere. You know how you have a prediction on some shit? You don't know if it's going to come. Shut up. What is this, the lotto, nigga? Girl, I hit. <laughs> Anywho. I should have played them numbers. So shout out to the bonus daddies, the step up dads. Um, and yeah, just, shout out to again, y'all. Just things I love. And I don't want to take up too much time because you still have a K. It's short. I and love, hilarious. And I know you love this too. Mm. When black men smile. Oh, yeah. It is the it's so one precious? of the things that like legit give you chills or butterflies or just immediately makes you happy. It is so yeah. it, the, the the transference of joy is so instantaneous. I tried to figure out why one day because you know me. Why? So this is what I'm thinking it is, and this goes a little dark, but just stick oh with Lord. me. No, stick with me. <laughs> okay. Stick with me. It's worth it. <laughs> so you know how I am about my uh about uh when I give like reviews and ratings, right? Mm-hmm. And I never give out like tens Five. or fives mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Except for this show. I was, like all you niggas should. <laughs> My wife's so clutch. Listen. Ain't nobody talking about this fucking show. She don't miss a beat. Ain't nobody fucking with y'all. You better. Five stars. I gave this show five stars and I ain't even got iTunes. So get your shit. So anyway. But you know how on other things. How I, how I'm normally not doing it because the five should mean something. The ten should mean something, mm-hmm. right? Now, unfortunately, this place is fucked up. So <laughs> allowing uh, black men to smile has not been something that they've been allowed, right? Right. So it's like it's a thing that you almost never see in the wild. To the point that when you finally see it, it's fucking magical. It's like holy shit! <laughs> Look at this joy. Yes. In this in this brown ass package, look how amazing it is. Yes. Because you see, because like anything else, if it's you just flood the market with smiles, like white men smile all the time. Does it do anything for you, girl? Even the good looking ones, like even a, a like, quality, like a solid quality. I don't know who's a good. All white men disgust me now, so that's the thing I got to work through. But I'm trying to remember <laughs> who was he, who was the last one that I found even close to attractive. Jason Momoa. Oh, he not white. Oh, he not. Damn, he's saucy. He's saucy Samoan. Yeah, he got seasoning. Um, well, hold on, because I feel like it's somebody. Right, it should be somebody. Who is it? Oh, mm-hmm. I know who it is. It's huh. Thor. Whatever his real name is, but it's Thor. Is that like one of them Chris's? Yeah. It's one he's one of the Chris's, but I'm not getting it. That's that's not important. But Thor, right? You take Thor, right? Even though he's a good looking This about to piss me off. Keep going, I'm listening. <laughs> even though he's a decently it's the white man. Eh? <laughs> even though he's a good looking white man, he smiles all the time. And because he smiles all the time. His smiles don't do the same thing. I typed in sexy ass white man in Google and it gave me Pornhub. So I'm just stuck. <laughs> you got to stop doing so much porns on your phone. Porn come up as a result though, immediately. Because you put in sexy on I your phone. Give me like one of them people top 40 white men kind of articles. It would if you had a phone that wasn't used for porn all the time. Okay, well, anyway, go ahead. That says more about your normal <laughs> search. Definitely Google does. only gives you such stuff that you normally search. I'll be typing in three three letters and it'd be giving me all different drug names for different things. That's because that's what I normally search. Fine, go ahead. You're an asshole. But anyway, his as much as he smiles, his smile does not do the same thing because he smiles all the time. You know what I'm trying to look for? I'm looking for M'Baku to smile for me. Oh, right, girl. What? Right. Oh. right. Oh. 
I just be wanting to call him thigh meat sometimes. Girl, call him thick thighs, Eddie. Girl, oh, that's oh my, my one right there, Have you been boy. to his Instagram page? Yes, and then I stopped following him because I couldn't follow him I, no more. Following him is like it learning about it. sex from porn. Yeah, it's and then having it expectations. It. Nope, nope, it ruins it ruins everything. You can't live Unless life. Normally. Jesus is going to actually give me him. See. I did this one time my very young early youth when I thought me and Genuine were for sure going to be married. I thought me and Ludacris <laughs> was going to be married. I thought for sure. Never again. That was a... a Chris Bridges was who I was married. It was an early lesson. Okay? And how... In insanity. <laughs> yeah. And how about how you can't be with these with these celebrity niggas. So, but I, I did the exact same thing with Winston Duke. You see how I know his first and last yes, name? Yes, ma'am. Um, if people still had posters, I would have a poster of him. Right? Yeah. He, also, he is poster worthy. Also, can we bring back posters? <laughs> <laughs> you want a poster, babe? A little bit. Like, can I just have a poster? What like, you, What you want a poster of? I don't know. I, you, I'm you getting ready to get yeah, Let me know. I'm getting ready to get married. Now, so and I can't I said, have the one that I'm thinking about for you real. You definitely can't have a poster of Winston Duke. <laughs> I just want his thighs. <laughs> you know what? I'm about to call you by your government name. <laughs> Get your shit together. <laughs> uh, but no. But we should bring back posters. Posters were a cute time. And I never got to have my room poster because I was always sharing it with somebody. So, like, it's a really, like, childhood me would really be thrilled to have just a fucking poster. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm already shared with somebody who was way young. So the poster I want to have of Genuine was going to be inappropriate for my <laughs> six-year-old sister. Okay. <laughs> Black anyway. boy joy. Yes. It's their amazing. Their hands and their arms, which right. I'm, a I'm a sucker for solid arms. You know, that's my thing. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily muscular. No, no, Just no. thick. Just like yeah. that grown man. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're arm, talking about. You yep. know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yep. Where they, yep. feel like, they look like they can carry a lot of shit. Yep. Or like push a wall maybe correct <laughs> <laughs> i need you to i need you to simmer the fuck down over Ooh, there <laughs> it's been a long time i'm in quarantine though <laughs> and you know i don't just some, and i ugh, i like chocolate men so they mm -hmm. just look a certain kind of let me tell you how it look better the darker it yes. is like just what can you do what can you not do it don't even have to be muscles but it's just so thick and listen, broad listen I'm gonna I'm be one of them nasty bitches who like watch their husband mow the lawn or some shit girl. and they come in and like get head and I know that's like nasty to some of y'all because it's like he was outside he's sweaty this nigga was this, cleaning this, his hand the other day man, a frying pan <laughs> yes the other day and like what it made his arm do I'm just like oh that little flat I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> yes I was sitting across that little flat I, I don't even know the muscle but I know exactly exactly what you talking Nigga. about he was because it's because it's hot uh, yeah, yeah it was a mess yeah that's how you get pregnant oh <laughs> anyway fingers crossed guys their skin mm -hmm. even the yellow ones have like the little glow about them mm -hmm. like that little dewy glowy yep. look like mm -hmm. it's something like about, a sweaty yellow yeah one like a sweaty yellow one. a sweaty a sweaty yellow black man turns into like like it's almost as if you have like a flashlight underneath the skin <laughs> You know what I mean. You mad? Because you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I do. I know exactly what you mean. You know what I mean. Like, that's it's why like, I said glow. Y'all can't explain it. It is. It. Yeah. But see, that's what it's like. like it's turn, coming from yeah, the inside. You turn a flashlight on like, the bottom of them. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, now it's just like this glow to a... Which we don't give the light skinned ones a lot, of, a lot of love because they get enough like, and their I head is big enough. Up, and this might be a little corny. But to me, Shamar Moore with a bald head yes. and SWAT, 
I only wa- I watch TBS. I watch SWAT, but yes, I think so. I only watch it you for his facial hair one. and his bald head. You talking then- about another one that I knew I was going to marry? First of all, I was you devastated too. You was marrying Shamar Moore. This is the thing. I was always getting ready. I was because <laughs> this is what happened. Because what happened I'm is learning so much. Today. <laughs> what happened is genuine Mary. I'm gonna tell you this. Genuine Mary Soleil and I was devastated. Like we had broke up. He married this whole girl <laughs> behind my back. <laughs> So I had to move on. Also, my youth was very light-skinned, and I don't know when I flipped the switch to dark, but that's what it was. Wow. But I left from there and moved <laughs> you went on. went over to Shamar To Shamar immediately. And because Shamar has been like this forever bachelor, I never had to leave. Hold on, Shamar with the hair? Like, Shamar no, 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 when? No. no, first of all. First of all. No, I'm talking about Shamar with the hair like when he was on Living Single and Young and the Restless. yeah, yeah. I was good with him with the hair. Then, I was good with it. Until then, they put that wig on Then they put that double-ass <laughs> wig on him. And I was an adult woman. And I'm like, I can't even look at it this nigga. It killed Shamar Moore's sex appeal. It did. It killed it for a while for, for me. Long yeah, time. until he, like, until he shaved all that hair off. He shaved it all off yep. and came back and swat. I'm like, oh, I remember this nigga. Yep. <laughs> this was one. But no, Shamar Moore's was so bad. It's like, I didn't have posters, but I had, like, gotten my first, like, my first laptop or whatever computer. That nigga's picture was all over that bitch. Like, I did just not everywhere. notice about Tina D, y'all. Wow. Loved him. It's fantastic. That's, I was Morris Chestnut. Fair enough. Like if I Ludacris was gonna be my husband, but okay. Morris Chestnut was who I was like fawning over. Yeah, fair enough. No, it, until I met him in real life and he was an asshole. Well, I figure like they all probably be assholes I mean, in real life. Well, you know, it's, you know, I met Ludacris and he was super fucking no, Ludacris nice. Is, is Ludacris looks like he would be nice. He was a really he was a really nice guy actually. Yeah, but like Shamar, like the Shamar Moores and Morris Chestnut, they. If you get hyped up as yeah. too much of a sex symbol, you're not going to be nice nah, no more. Nope. And the good thing, the good, nice, sweet spot you hit with Ludacris was the fact that he was good looking, but he was not fond over as being good looking. So he was still very humble about himself. Not that people didn't think that. I mean, obviously, he's Ludacris. He could get it. Right, right. You know what I, I mean? mean yeah. like, but yeah. you know what I mean? Not held up. He wasn't held up like the rest of them. Like, this is this is your epitome of sex right, symbol. Right, right. Like Shamar and your chest. Right. It was literally Shamar versus Chestnut. It for was like, for a long time. For a long time. Like, you, like they were the, the leaders that of, the, of the light skin and the dark skin. They niggas. were the, leaguer, the leaders of the ad pack is what yes. they were. <laughs> But I love—I mean, I love like the the glowy yellow ones, the the mm. sun kissed brown, mm. the the mm. deep midnight chocolate. Mm. Like, oh, it's just like mm-hmm. all the different variations are just so fucking unique. Yeah, so like sexy. looking at Mahershala and wear yellow, girl. Oh, that's specific. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought red, but yeah, Mm-mm. I saw him last night in the new show, the Raimi show. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you watch season one of that? Not yet. I'm about to. Because oh. I saw the preview and I was like, wait, is that my boo? Yeah, it is. And so I, so I just zoomed in on him for the trailer. I just fair wanted to enough. see him. You didn't say you've been tucking yourself in with I blackness. Have, I have very much <laughs> this so. This is what I'll say. <laughs> this is what I'll say about Remy and why it's a really good show and I hope they continue to make it. It's it is a show that shows that demographic of people as being just people. Where what's not highlighted is them being Muslim. Being okay. Muslim is not the highlight. It is a person living a life who also happens to, to be, be Muslim. Muslim. I like that. It's so good. I like that. It's so good for that alone. Like even the, I mean, like every show, the first couple of episodes drag a little bit, but it's worth watching. I finished the whole. It's season. weird because I kind of like Dave for the same reason, mm-hmm. and we get we get some some Jewish um, storylines more often than not. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I like that he's a Jewish guy who is like Just, also like black culture ish. Yeah. So it, he's very true to him. 
himself is what it is. Because it's yes. not that it's, I don't feel like he appropriates anything. No, I feel like Dave is just Dave. Yeah, but see, <laughs> every so often you find some of those types of white guys. Because yeah. to me, essentially, Dave might that nigga be on plenty of fish. Yeah. Like he a regular <laughs> ass dude. Well, Dave to me is like the equivalent of like Matt. Yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. You are right. I mean, who's clearly white, clearly aware so that he's white. So if you heard, what was his fucking name? When I he can't came remember on? what he Jake came Jake De La Ghetto. Yes. Jake De La Ghetto that. is also Matt and we love Matt. Yes, we do. <laughs> and if you so if much. you listen to that episode for one, he was The Bachelor. He came on as Jake De La Ghetto. Mm-hmm. And I think he was also on here with B. Smitty. I think they were on yeah, the same episode. Yeah, they were on here. And it was just a hilarious episode. Well, and if, technically they were on, it was Jake De La, oh, La Ghetto. Jake De La Ghetto. Me. And you... Uh, being played by B. Smitty. Yes. <laughs> which was absolutely ridiculous. I almost fought I'm gonna that nigga. I'm going to go back and listen to that. I almost fought that nigga That's after hilarious. that episode. How dare you misrepresent me? <laughs> If you're going to do it, just represent me appropriately. So, yeah, I forgot that's how that went down. But, yeah, so he's yeah. definitely Dave. Yeah, he Or is. a version of, Yeah, for but sure. that's kind of where it is. Like, clearly knows all the culture, enjoys it, but doesn't appropriate it and is also genuinely just himself. I, it's a hard thing to do, and I don't know. I don't know how what it, to tell yeah. I don't know. He should be teaching classes, though, about how you do it because other people should know and yeah. learn. For sure. But, um, but that was it yeah I just wanted to say I love black men I love their hustle how creative they are how they're I leaders builders managers yeah those that get up and provide for themselves and their families and protect mm-hmm. and love black women mm-hmm. like you know we see you we appreciate you we love you no matter what the world says about you absolutely we, and we will defend you to the death be defending you till the very end we will always step between you and a police officer and say what the fuck are you doing absolutely <laughs> literally and figuratively kind of like the soccer moms who linked up in sandals <laughs> i like that picture so much like i appreciate y'all but y'all had sandals on like y'all didn't y'all, didn't, y'all knew y'all weren't coming here to fight nobody like nah. y'all knew y'all weren't gonna have to well see they may they, they might not have known like we know what protocol yeah, is I don't think they, 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 they might they not have known that you, they didn't but know they that they you arms and they stood between the police and the black people and that's all i can ask that's for all in an I ally can ask for you know absolutely i, I just thought it was hilarious people. that they had on their flip-flops I was, yeah. and, and one of my white friends is the person who commented on me posting the picture <laughs> and he was like this would be fucking fantastic if they didn't have them fucking flip-flops <laughs> like they were <laughs> i was like adam we i'm just happy that they did it he was like yeah, yeah, fair yeah, enough. yeah. true but yeah those are my long ass case thank you tina d for well thank you for giving us space to let that all out because it's been on the inside of me for so long <laughs> well good i'm glad we were so able to been good. come here and talk yep that's important i'm interested in your case good this everybody note that she says she was interested in it oh lord i I retract that no 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 take it back take it back oh no whoa 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 oh wow that's crazy okay anyway we'll comment on that some other time but (laughs) somebody sent me a random group chat in light group chat in light of all of this one speaking of allies just to to cap this off um it's a middle eastern guy that went to school with me and always hung out with all of us Mm -hmm. and he just sent a long message to all of us about everything wondering if we're okay Aww. and all of that that's, that's nice super nice that's very nice that's crazy nice but that people was people have been sending me shit like can i can i ask you social activist questions can no. i i'm like i'm unplugging my phone y'all be blessed he sent a whole long <laughs> message saying that like 
it's it's nice. I can't get into it right now. I'm gonna go to my cat. <laughs> but that's what just happened okay, when y'all okay. heard that heard that pause. So my K has not been changed since I originally made it, and I thought about changing. That's saying it. a lot because we change shit all the time, like two yeah. seconds before the show. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought about and like everything else, I thought about changing this one in light of everything going on. But I said, you know what? No, because that's how the haters win. You're right. I'm, you're right. I'm glad you didn't. So I'm going to stick to it. And my K is for Killer Sofa, a masterpiece of trash. <laughs> Thank you all for coming out. No, no, no. God bless you. Good night. <laughs> Absolutely Rate not. Rate us five stars. Girl, Spotify, you're not about to Stitcher, close out this show Google and Apple. without me talking about <laughs> share, this. Share with your mama. Ain't that what you're saying? <laughs> Let me just read you for the for the uninitiated. Let me read you. I'm sorry. Did you say killer killer what? Sofa. Killer Sofa. Yes. It is a movie that came out in 2019, so it's relatively new. Um <laughs> and I just um want to read what the synopsis is according to IMDb. So the the movie database. Mm-hmm. This is the synopsis. Oh, is that what the movie. D and the B are for? Yes, yeah, the database. That's why the. <laughs> did not do you ever that. notice that the D was the B was small because it's yeah, one word? Yeah, I didn't know. Is it? So what's the I? I forget. I think it might be international movie database. Yeah, oh. I think so. Um, don't quote me on that I. I don't know what the I stand for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I could be making a shit up. <laughs> Can you read the fucking synopsis? <laughs> so, this is not the synopsis. This is a description. Oh, description. Okay. Of the, of the movie. A killer reclining chair becomes, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> listen, becomes enchanted by a girl and starts committing crimes of passion. Brian, I'm, see, I can't do this. I can't fucking do this with you. I cannot. I can't even finish the show. I can't fucking do this. We're going to talk about this movie now. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) It was directed and written by Bernie Rayo. These people ain't coming back. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) I just want to read the the number... The number one review on IMDb because the reviews are better than the movie itself. <laughs> are you just going to read the review? Let me tell you, this person's, the title of their review is What the Hell is Going On? <laughs> <laughs> no, let me, let me, before I continue. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Before I continue, let me explain some things about me. I love these trash movies. Shit movies i love this level a shit movie is the only version of horror movie that i technically watch because i don't watch any of the ones that are somewhere in between i love these ridiculous creature features i've seen all the sharknados i've seen the shark versus octopus the piranaconda one of my faves <laughs> i've seen i fucked up and sent you and your hubby to be velocipaster oh girl I almost talked about Velocipaster for I'm me. I'm so glad you did. But I'm like, you know what? That's too long to wait. And B, I would have to actually get into it because Velocipaster had a bunch no, to talk no. about. So what was I, the other one? I want you to name the other ones that y'all have watched. Uh, Killer Pinata, Rubber. That one's about Rubber. a... That, not rubber. About, it's not a porno about a condom. No, no. It's about a tire that threw nothing that you can see because it's just a tire <laughs> on the screen be out here killing people wait did they give him a voice no there's the 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 tire doesn't say words 
you just like there's ominous music and then people <laughs> die <laughs> okay <laughs> but our relationship was built on the foundation of thanks killing which is about a killer zombie turkey i just okay regardless this is just backstory as to how i could even find a movie like this and why i would watch it I love these movies. If you love them too, please send me links to any of them just so I can see if I miss them or not. There's so many available. Amazon Prime is kind of cornering the market on them right now as to where you can find them as as opposed to all like the illegal sites. You can go there too. But anyway, back to this. Uh, <laughs> back to this. Legalese, legalese, legalese. The fuck? Oh yeah, that part. Anyway. Um, stream how you stream it how you live. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but back to the reviews for Killer Sofa. Let me start with the fact that the name of this movie is Killer Sofa, but there is no Killer Sofa in the movie. It is a recliner, which is markedly not a sofa. <laughs> I just want to start with if you had any bars and expectations, understand that it's not even a sofa that's doing the killing. It is a reclining chair. It's a burka lounge chair. <laughs> that's, that's what's doing it. Okay. Back to this review. <laughs> the review says, what the hell is going on? That's the title of it. <laughs> they said, this movie is insane and not in a good way. Also, I would like this person to elaborate on what's a good insane, but I digress. Because, <laughs> <laughs> right. Waste of time. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> Terrible. Period. Terrible is a sentence by itself. <laughs> With a period. Um, terrible period. Period. Terrible. That's the number one review. Other people gave that review four stars. So they all agreed. Also, terrible. Now give me a second. I'm going to go over to Rotten Tomatoes where there are more. <laughs> also, I don't understand how the audience score for this is 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. That means somebody's favorite movie is underperforming Killer Sofa right now on Rotten Tomatoes. So I just need y'all to take that in. Anyway, uh, in case you were looking into getting into this, uh, it's 80 minutes long. So if you got 80 minutes of your life, have at it. It's free on Amazon Prime Video. But anyway, here's some more reviews of this uh, of this delight. Two fresh reviews. So this one person said, it's a horror gimmick B-movie that actually has an engrossing plot. No. Solid acting. <laughs> no. A cool killer. And some Hell no. actual crew factor. Not a cinematic masterpiece, which I disagree. But a fun, <laughs> a fun ride with good scares. Also disagree. Ain't nothing scary. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how many uh, recliners you have that have teeth in them. But question: Do you ever watch shit like this? And now you're afraid of like now you side eyeing tires and sofas. No, never. Which is what's so crazy. You know why? <laughs> Here's why. Because I definitely would be. No, you would until you saw it. Because this is why you gotta watch it. The nope. special effects are so bad that you would never believe. It's like somebody drew some teeth <laughs> and put it on top of the chair. You know that chair ain't got teeth, right? Because <laughs> it's just wow. I mean, that's not what that's not literally what happened, but that's how bad it is. One day I'm gonna watch one of y'all horrible cult, cult classics. You got to. They're so good. Um, here's another one from Matt 
from a Matt person. I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name because it doesn't matter. Killer Sofa is weird, sometimes unwielding, but should delight those who giggle incessantly at the, at the film's properly conveyed trailer. That is the most accurate assessment of this. It's weird and off-putting, but if you liked it in the trailer, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll like the rest of the movie. Okay. That's all he said. He said, if you like the trailer, you'll, you'll like, like the, the rest movie. of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's simple. Okay. That doesn't say anything about it being good or being bad. It It's nothing. Another person to counter that said, my advice, watch the trailer and only the trailer. The end result is infinitely more entertaining than the actual one. <laughs> good night. Oh, so for people that don't want to spend their 80 minutes watching this, let me give you a a quick recap of why I found this thing awesome. First of all, the chair is murderous, okay? (laughs) A murderous chair. People are sitting in it, and it's literally eating people up, except the one girl that apparently the chair is in love with. He's in love with the girl in this very small apartment, which was clearly their only one of three sites that they could film this, was this tiny-ass apartment, probably owned by Bernie Rayo, the writer and director. However, things I enjoyed, there was, like, one of the investigating police officers, which is hilarious, there's always an investigating cop that's going to get to the bottom of this but really doesn't know anything. Um, He comes in and side eyes this chair repeatedly to a point where I'm like, if this happened in real life, this is a scenario for you. Somebody come to your house, right? And they start side eyeing the chair as if the chair is coming at them aggressively. How would you react? This is I try to pull the stuffing out. No, my thing is, wouldn't you be like, why are you side eyeing a chair, sir? No. A human person comes to you and starts <laughs> and starts side eyeing. Why are you disappointed? A piece, a piece of your furniture. Side. No, I would assume you saw some shit like killer. That's why I asked the question because I would be side eyeing some shit if I saw that shit for the rest of the time. Okay, this is my thing. Do you not understand? Have I'm talking met? about the people in the movie. Okay, the people in the movie don't know the chair is a killer. Okay. Oh, okay. And what I had a problem with is like, well, then no. Why would I be side eyeing furniture? Exactly. Unless it was tacky. Was it tacky? Oh, it's very tacky. (laughs) Wouldn't you know me side-eyeing it? Fair enough. You ever see Frasier? Did it look like the dad's chair? Oh. Yeah. Kind of looked like that chair. Then, (laughs) yeah. Would be. Oh, man. But all types of crazy stuff. It, like, grabs somebody. You know, the part that kicks out that you put your feet on top of? Yeah. He, at some point, the chair uses that to knock another one of the character's legs out. Spoiler alerts for the people that, you know didn't want it ruined sorry <laughs> but like knocks a leg out of I think it's her boyfriend and like it's some of just the worst the worst graphics you could ever do I also watch it and think a lot of times like I could put one of these together and I think that's the real point it's like I watch these movies and all of a sudden I feel empowered like I can put a movie together somebody put this movie together got promos for it got the got the poster made up made a trailer for this piece of trash movie and it exists in the world for people like myself to watch it. But so do so many other ones. So it, yeah. that's not like super shocking to me at this point anymore. But what it makes me feel like is I can put a movie together. If I can get some catch up, I can make one of these movies. 
And that's what I find inspiring about watching these uh, B-rate movies. The acting is always terrible and, um, you know, the scenes are I'm not mad poorly. that y'all don't use these to, like, just fuck through. Like, we just going to put this shit on and we going to have sex. Like, you know how you put on a bad mm-hmm. movie or a movie you don't care about and that you be not, like, No, we, we be invested y'all in really these. Y'all be watching this bullshit. <laughs> not, the last thing that we turned on that was supposed to be real, it was the Pete Davidson movie that was supposed to be like really about something and we were just like eh, <laughs> enough of this <laughs> we don't care about this it was really deep about like uh adult adolescence or something like that i don't remember because that we didn't watch the rest of it but no these we'd be watching we turn these on early in the day don't want to fall asleep <laughs> you gotta watch it wow <laughs> but that's it my k is for killer sofa nice light fun thing for you to do there's also killer pinata that one we turned off that one was too bad it was in somebody's backyard in jersey oh no (laughs) it was a mess oh my god i mean but you never know you don't know until you turn it on i recommend perusing the horrible creature feature listing that amazon prime video has it's pretty solid there's like some sort of killer rooster thing i don't know the title was real good though Zombiever, there's no end of zombie ones. I don't I don't want to be a part of this anymore. It's okay. Our twelve listeners are out here and I'm giving them recommendations as they try to figure out what new thing to do while they're still on the tail end of their quarantine. And that's it. That's my K. K K K. I love it. You Even though I it. hate it. I'm actually probably going to watch. Like, I'm in a place of needing stupid shit right now. So I'm probably actually going to watch it's, one of y'all movies for the first time it ever. Look what it does took. the trick. Let me tell you. If you're trying to have some solid escapism, that will do it. Killer Sofa. And it's free. You don't have to pay any money for it. Well, I would never, first of all. Oh, yeah. No, we never Nor pay. Nor should anyone else. We've never paid for any of them. Like I said, that one. Piranaconda though. I don't Try I don't want to talk about this anymore. Mm. <laughs> Sharknado <laughs> versus octopus. Oh, uh, you know, I was thinking about um whale. No, wolf I'll save this versus for the, I'll, I'll save this for next week. I'm going to keep that comment. <laughs> Cuz yeah. There's a movie called Whale Wolf versus Sharktopus. It's a shark octopus versus a whale. I will call you by your whole name. <laughs> And give out your address if you don't shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> well, that's all for me, folks. <laughs> it's time for life hacks. Oh, goodness gracious. Do you, do you have your life hack? There? I do. I, and I have, I'm trying to figure out which one I want to give because I told I y'all I'll be collecting them. Yeah, you have just a treasure trove. I really do now. But yeah. you don't be sharing. I'll be out here struggling. Listen, week. you got to pay. He be sending you yours. Thank God. I'll you be out here by life. myself. That's how people end up with the side chick. Hmm. Mm, see, facts. I ain't going to, nah, it's too much shit going on this week. <laughs> say that <laughs> yikes okay I'll say that one all right let me just give you some basic shit mm. if you got a um an empty wrapping roll so like you use wrapping paper and you get to the end of the roll mm-hmm. you can stick that onto the end of your vacuum to extend its reach oh that's smart and use it as an additional uh like an extender on the yeah, us, yep. on the suction hose. Oh, yep. that makes sense. So if you lost one or girl, you know, niggas be losing the, shit to the vacuum. 
Listen, you know that's the first thing to go because that's yeah, the first thing your black mama pull off the vacuum to beat your you ass mean? with. Now can't nobody find it. Them, them oh, look, you, nigga, them little accessories be gone, gone. <laughs> you wanted upholstery hoes. You, right. didn't, you didn't care shit about your upholstery when you were beating you, my listen, ass. The only way to find them bitches is move. Yep. That's, that's it. it. That's when you find stuff like that. So if yep. you, you need something in the interim before you move and <laughs> you got to get them corners or things you can't reach, take an empty wrap and roll in. That is solid. Throw it on there. Well, thank you. Fantastic. I'm going to keep uh, my theme going for mm-hmm. this week. Okay. My life hack is specifically about watermelon because fuck y'all, I love it. I do too. And I know people get, you know, leery about like, now I used to oh, be afraid that if I swallowed a watermelon seed, a watermelon would grow in my stomach. Some fucking body told me that when I was a kid and that shit horrified me. Yikes. <laughs> not true at all no it's not but uh you know sometimes but you swallow some sperm you might get pregnant but that's a different kind it's also not true i mean like in your vagina oh well if your vagina swallows (laughs) it then yes (laughs) fucking yikes anyway (laughs) anyway um i know sometimes people feel a way about like eating watermelon in public and really enjoying it as a i ain't gonna lie to you i feel very stereotyped and i do not do it in public it's unfortunate because watermelon is delicious and really good for you um, I also don't eat chicken in public around white people. I don't. It makes me it makes me feel uncomfortable. I feel like they're looking at me like, look at that nigga over there with a hard ER. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm gonna follow it up with some watermelon. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> What's bad is now I wanna do that shit. And like I wanna go to like Livonia and do that shit. Oh my Just God. sitting in front no. of they uh in front of they JC Penny's AE Coles and do that shit. Damn, cold is the white JCP. Fuck yeah, it is. They got bucks and everything, just like we do about JCPenney. And all your JCPenney points Dang. that you got. It's just Cole's, Cole's bucks. Ew. Yeah. If you walk in it, it's the same fucking store. It's just white, which is weird to say. <laughs> because it's like, how? But like the all shit. All the Negroes is being JCPenney. Well, no, it's not even that. It's not but the I, people. I know what you, you know mean. What I, mean? I walk like, into a Coles and it feels, it's white. It feels white. Yeah. Which yeah. is really the hard. light is to, super, it's harsh ass lighting. And yeah. And then just, like, like the, the styling on the mannequins is like, oh, I'm never going to wear yeah, those two things yeah, together. Nah. But anyway, that's not the point. Uh, the point is, my life hack is for cutting up your watermelon quickly. Use a piece of unflavored dental floss. Mm. You run it along, so cut out your wedge. You run it along the bottom, so everything's released, and then you just cut yourself some slices. Oh, just like that. Or you can put some rubber bands around them until they pop. That's ridiculous. Or you can shoot them in your backyard like somebody I know. Yourself? Shh. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Sure no one put that together. Anyhow. Um, But yeah. So you can use a piece of dental floss and get it done quickly. I got a watermelon right now. I don't know what it is about like because what happens is you try to use the knife. I feel like it's not going to work though. No. Do you start? How do you start? You just have to hold it so you so you have to use a regular knife to get yourself a wedge okay you can't just cut the full watermelon oh I see what you're saying but you have okay. to cut a wedge out the watermelon but once you do that you you just pull it tightly and it'll you run it along the bottom oh. kind of like how you've seen people do cakes yeah yeah, yeah. Cakes I, got like I got you now I got you got you got you nice I even thought you were going to start from like just the full thing with the floss I'm like I'm going to be out there forever <laughs> wow <laughs> yikes okay <laughs> 
No, dear. That's not what I meant. Got you. Okay, I'm there now. Shut up. Well, welcome to the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, this the end. I know. Welcome to the end of this episode, y'all. We made it through together. I think that's important to remember as we... uh as we get through this thing called life beloved wow <laughs> we just gathered here today dearly, to beloved. dearly beloved in the immortal words my dear short friend prince um but yes he needed one of them gift roll extenders he no that right <laughs> i was about to say prince might not need that yeah you right you right um anyway this is the end of our show i appreciate you guys for getting through this with us um and continue to do what you can to do that um you can come back next week where hopefully some levity has returned but maybe not we're not making no promises because this is our shit oh are you playing me off the stage (laughs) or just to come to the altar music we ain't doing all of it <laughs> but you can go to spotify google play stitcher <laughs> and itunes <laughs> where while you're there rate us five stars and five stars only anything else feel free to keep it um share this podcast with your mama your cousin your friend your dog that white racist person that needs to be told the fuck off. Share it with them. <laughs> and with that, we will see you niggas next week. Eat some tacos, rub some titties, insist, resist, persist, exist. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network.